Hello, good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. This isn't Cyrus, this is Quan. If you're wondering where Cyrus is at, he's on a date with Dua Lipa um, or a concert, whatever he's at. I don't know what he's doing, but uh, he, had, he took a little personal vacation day, so he left me He left me hanging. But but before he left off, he, he, uh, tagged, he tagged in a friend, friend of the show. Hi. You know what I mean? <laughs> friend of the show, friend of the Discord, which you can join the Discord if you join in on our Patreon. Um, as well as other other you know amazing things, uh, other shows, content, legendary run, WrestleMania X Eight Diaries. Uh, what else is on there? I don't even know. Um, you get our shows early. Y'all know the y'all know the drill. The rewriters room. All the guys. Shout out to all the guys. Um, look, my man Kel. Kel, what's good, man? What up? Uh... AKA some black dude, <laughs> AKA uh, some dude just don't want to talk to me about wrestling on the timeline. Cause nah, music nah. cool. Nah, not wrestling. I'm not setting up a second page. Just talk to me about music, man. That's literally the reason why I made the second page. I said, well, initially the comeback spot was going to be a YouTube show, but we never, I never got to jump in. And then Cyrus is like, "Yeah, you want to join um, the War Report?" Because I guess I was the only person he knew at the time that watched a that watched AEW. So I was like, "Yeah, hop <laughs> on. What's you up?" Still might be. I want a few. Um, so yeah, uh, how do yeah, I guess I intro myself. You should intro. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, how about we do this? How about we do this? Give me a little background, like how long you've been re- watching wrestling for. Let people know what what's your experience like. What are you into? What's your favorites? Just real, real brief. Okay, okay. So like, I got into it in WCW because I'm Southern. If you can't tell by the thick ass accent, <laughs> so WCW is just crazy down here. So NWO, I didn't. I don't think I was on board when they got formed. I think I jumped on when Sting was uh, in the midst of his come up. So. Hulk Hogan was already a bad guy. Plus, I ain't fucking Hulk Hogan as a kid anyway. He was always kind of weird. But then eventually, I just jumped to WWE. And shit, I was on board. You know, everybody has that phase out. So it was college. Yeah, you know me. that. Oh, it was college. Yeah, you did like late yeah. high school, early college. You know, I mean, you I'll outside. You what was the last episode I saw before I stopped for a while? It was the Chris Benoit Memorial episode. <laughs> and it was like, that's, a, that's a hell of an episode to stop for. <laughs> <laughs> that was at orientation. So then, like, I think later in the week, that's when the news came out. So I was like, uh, I'm cool. And I yeah, didn't come was... back to Pie Bomb. So I kept yeah. up with, like, indie stuff and news stuff and, like, watching the product. I didn't have time for that. You know what? It's so interesting because I feel like a lot of people around our age group, I'm assuming you're around my age. How old are you? 32. Yeah, I'm 31. Tell my so, age, yeah, I, I, I'm 31. <laughs> You'd be all right. Cyrus is, like, 19. I'm elder. So <laughs> yeah, Cyrus and X, like, still... <laughs> Seniors in high school. <laughs> so um, I think a lot, I feel like a lot of people our age, I mean, um, really kind of came back around the, the pipe bomb. It was such a big, uh, such a big moment. I mean, it was everywhere. Yeah. I remember like this when I used to frequent World Star Hip Hop, it was even on World Star. And I was like, oh, this is, yeah. this is serious. I was, uh, I've, okay. um, even when I was like kind of out of it, I still had my, like, my, my ears and eyes to the street. I kind of still knew what was going on. If you ask me about a, a SmackDown or Raw from like 2009 to about like 2013, I couldn't tell you. I caught stuff here and there. Right. I, I still watch the big pay per views, but um, yeah, I think once the um, 
kind of the beginning of NXT when it first went to full sale. It was kind of the time I kind of stepped back into WWE at least. I was kind of I kept I had my I was watching more indie stuff around that era, but yeah, right around the I NXT 2014 ish. That's when I started really getting back into wrestling, and also you know Twitter, the Twitter yeah. community definitely helped me get back. All the guys. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Especially fighting uh, the A show. Oh man, because <laughs> I was in like white wrestling groups and yeah, yeah. It, this was the first time I realized, oh, there's other niggas that like wrestling. Right. Like, okay. Okay. I, I don't That's even cool. know how I found the A show. I think it was, we were coming back from like New Orleans and I just needed something to listen to. And something I just, to listen to? From Twitter. Somebody uh, retweeted it. So I was like, oh, these guys are cool. That's so, been there since then. So, like, shit, three years? I ain't a, I can't act like I was on that first episode, but I ain't missed one since I started. But I don't, I don't think I missed any at all. Yeah, man, like the network helps out. I think I was yeah, all the like network the time. network helped a lot. Yeah, the network helped a lot too for people to really get back invested in it. And like when Brock came back the first time, so that's when I was like, okay, yeah, let me tap yeah, back in. Twenty twelve ish. I right, well, like, like these attractions don't matter. That they matter. Shows like, they, they matter. They oh no, matter. they matter. Brock came back. It made noise. But um, oh, let's, yeah, get, let's, get, let's get in the trenches real quick. Let's get in the trenches. Right. Um, queued up off the rip, Matt Hardy. Let me tell you something right now. I'm getting real tired of hearing about Matt Hardy. I don't want to hear this guy talk no more, but we got to talk about it. Uh, he was on Twitch a few days ago um, talking about Jeff because, you know, it's always him talking for Jeff. I haven't heard Jeff say a word since he's left. He doesn't have to. <laughs> I guess not. Matt said uh, WWE offered him a Hall of Fame spot. Just him, not Matt. And Jeff was like, <laughs> Nah, man, I want Matt in too. And they was like, Nah, we just want you, man. Um, but he, so he he denied it. That was another thing. Also involved the uh, he wanted the results to his drug tests, and I guess they wouldn't give it to him. I'm not yeah. sure what that's about. I don't know if it's a legal this situation. So I mean, that is what it is. Also, it's Matt Hardy. We're gonna keep it a stack. We gotta take his word for. Uh, you can't take him 100. percent He likes to fabricate things and you know put himself over him and his brother. Um, yeah, this is the, whole, the whole Jeff Hardy situation has been really weird and just like, I would like to hear from him. Right. Oh, it's coming. I'm sure he's going to be on the Renee podcast. He might do Tarkus Jericho, but I still don't think he's going to say anything like to throw WWE under the bus. Like, I still think he's great for the opportunity, but you know, big, bad corporation. Matt has to have formulated in his head that like, oh, they did him dirty. But the whole thing is, they saw you walk out of a live of debt. Like, there is causation for yeah. the suspicion. Unfortunately, he does, I mean, he's kind of done it to himself and gave himself a reputation of, hey, sometimes I might be doing erratic things. I mean, Jeff Hardy's already an erratic person, but we don't know if he's right. an erratic person because of, you know, things he does outside of the ring. Or that's just really him. I mean, it could be a combination of both. So I understand the concern from uh, WWE management. They don't want to be liable for any kind of situation where he gets himself hurt or somebody else hurt. But if you're just acting weird and just walked out the match or something, I don't know, man. Jeff's a he's a different he's a different cat. Hashtag different cat. Um, (laughs) I don't know. No show, no call. It's it's a weird. It's a really weird situation. but yeah, I mean, I think I have an idea. He'll probably be in AEW at some point. That seems like the oh, yeah. end, the end game to all this. I don't know what I think. Matt needs days, yeah. 
Matt needs Jeff. And I think they kind of, you know, after the situation that happened on AEW today, it could be leading towards that. So, yeah. Let's keep an eye hey, out. Honestly, for that. Jeff probably needs Matt at this point just because we don't need Jeff, a Jeff Hardy thing with Ryan. Jeff don't need Matt. Jeff did not need <laughs> If we're going to have to see him in a wrestling capacity, like, do we want to see him in singles matches? No, I don't know. Um, next on the docket, I did have Forbidden Door talk, but a lot of Forbidden Door stuff happened. Way, I didn't expect all that to happen, so we can just skip that and talk about that on the AEW section. Um, what's your familiarity with NXT UK? Have you been watching any of it or anything like that? I told you I was prepared myself for this episode. I, like, I know. I, I, I told Corn. Sure. <laughs> I was watching UK. I was watching Dark. I was watching Elevation all this week. So I saw my first episode of UK. I knew none of these people. I think I, I knew Pretty Daily because I think y'all talk about him a lot. My guys. So my knowledge of NXT UK, thumbs down. All right, well, it's a good show. I just don't know anything about it. I don't mean that. Yeah, no. It, it, it's it's an interesting show because like if you don't. It's not like must see TV. If you want to just watch right. a show that has like a good match, you know you're gonna you know you're gonna see a good match on that show at least one. That's what it's, it's definitely like a show you put on in the background. It's nothing like you have to view. But a uh, main event we saw uh, Blair Davenport Davenport challenge for the uh, NXT UK Women's Championship against Mako Satomura in a um, Japanese death match. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, the Japanese death matches I've seen. Oh no, I'm sorry, not death match. A street fight. I apologize. Japanese street fight, whatever that means. I don't know. It seemed like a regular street fight to me, but it was a Japanese one. Um, great match, but unfortunately, at the end of the match, Blair Davenport goes for some kind of double stop off the ladder to the apron, and when she lands, just twists her ankle or something, ankle, lower leg, something. I don't know. I don't know if they ever officially diagnosed it, but um, screaming in pain, and it really showed because it was an empty arena for the show so you can hear everything and she and that scream didn't sound like kayfabe it sounded like something really hurt and um after the show she left a uh, just a twitter mention out saying hey, i'm good i'll be back sooner than later so um best of best of luck well wishes to uh blair davenport did you see that yeah yeah that it was looked nasty. like it was unless you brought a knee but i guess oh, apparently it's not that bad yeah it was, it was yeah I, I hate that Everybody, who somebody else got hurt like that and you could just hear them screaming. I think it was it was in it was the May Young Classic. It was another small arena show. You could just hear like, yeah. Uh, was it Tegan? I think it was Tegan. It lines up with Tegan. It might have been Tegan. I just remember she was like screaming, like, "Oh, that's it!" Was like, ugh, sounded terrible. Um, yeah, man, get well soon to uh, Blair Davenport. The match was cool up to that point, though. Yeah, good so, match. They had it. They had a good match. They had well, that was the rematch. They had a good match before that, but. Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't at this point. I don't know who's gonna take that belt off of Mako. I don't even know who the next challenger could be. I guess maybe. Um, I don't. I don't even know the women healed. Maybe Jenny, Jenny or something. I don't know. But they already did Jenny, so might be a face. Uh, next up, Joey Janela. Uh, AEW contract status. A lot of contract talk going on uh, earlier today on one of the radio shows. Uh, usually on Wednesday, Tony Khan does his rounds. On it might have been on Busted Open because I know he has a segment talking about uh contracts and he realizes that after signing all these people, some people aren't getting re-signed. And it's kind of the first time he's publicly said that out loud, like, hey, people ain't gonna be ain't gonna be here. So um one of the people who's kind of in limbo with their contract right now is Joey Janella, who said uh on a quote on the I believe the wrestling podcast for Barstool said, I don't talk to them as an AEW management 
yeah, I get a check, but I don't know what's going on. Some rumor says my contract is up on April 30th, so I don't know what the fuck is going on. I think it will continue. If it doesn't, I'll look like a fucking idiot right now. <laughs> so, um, it seems like Janela had no idea. Jan- Janela could be very blunt. Janela could also be a troll. So, it, right. I I don't know if he's, if he's for sure, but I would hope somebody he would know when his contract is up. Is it, it doesn't even sound like he knows what day it's over. He's just kind of like, yeah, at some point it's gonna end up. Yeah. So, does he want to be there? I'm not sure. It's, it seems like he'd want to be there. I mean, it's a paycheck, and he still gets to do his GCW stuff. So, so I assume he's not on one of them pay per appearance deals that a lot of them guys have. He might be. He might end up being on that. Um, I didn't think George Nell on TV. He's, he exclusively works. He exclusively works dark. Um, I don't remember the last time <laughs> Joey Nell has been on TV. It's been a long time. Um, do you care? No, I don't care. <laughs> Dude, who cares about Joey Janela? That's a loser. Oh, um, I don't even care. I last I did see, now. last I did see a Joey Janela, he had a um a street fight with Sunny Kiss, and it was actually all right. It was straight. That's when he debuted the muscle that we've never seen on TV either. I think she might have already had been there. I think she okay. might have already showed up by then. But she was all a part of that storyline. I thought it was so funny, too, because, like, <clears throat> during the match, this is the first, like, I don't know because um, Sunny Kiss is a more feminine, feminine, like, man. Like, she, she like uh, mm-hmm. Sunny identifies as a man. But she's beating the brakes off that girl. And it was, like, no big deal because... She's like more, fe- he's like more feminine. So I thought it was a really interesting dynamic. Like no one like batting an eye that a grown ass man was beating his girl's ass. It was just like, whatever. It was, it was really weird. I don't know. I don't know. No, but um, you know the fan I- basis over there. <laughs> shout, shout out to Sunny Kiss, man. Um, yeah, man. Let's look no further. We had an action packed episode of AEW. Um, I want to get that out the way because it's fresh in my mind. Yeah. So let's look at the AEW. And the- oh, wait, 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 guys, guys. Look who it is. What are you doing here? Is that? That can't be. That's a switchblade, Jay White. Oh, my God. Jay White. Are you kidding me? From New Japan Pro Wrestling has walked through the forbidden door. No serious. Jay White and A. All right, so off the rip, the first hour, well, at least like the first 45 minutes, very, very promo heavy. Um, we start off with uh, Wardlow comes out, no music. And <laughs> Carrying out the cardboard. Bring out some Cut cardboard cutouts of MJF. Um, he hands the papers to, um, what's homeboy's name? The announcer dude? I just forgot his name that fast. Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts. Hey, read this. So uh, out comes FTR, Tully. Out comes uh, Chairman, Chairman. All to music, by the way. Out to music. music. Warlow, no music. Um, so they keep they keep that storyline going. Him being the the, the stepchild, the the, uh, the lackey for the pinnacle. Um, and then uh, uh, my man MJF comes out on like one of the little like a uh, platform thing. A bunch of grown men carrying him around, I guess. Two shorties with him. He gets a kiss on the cheek. He makes out another one. <laughs> yeah, he went dumb on one of them. Like, relax, man. <laughs> man, we are. 
So someone, I saw somebody online say, I wish I remember. Actually, I, I gotta like start saving tweets when I see them so I can like act, uh, actually quote them when they say it. Someone said he, he kissed, he kissed her like he learned how, how to kiss from watching porn. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Um, what do you I think mean, of the entrance? I thought it was hard. I mean, it reminded yeah. me of King Corbin, so it ain't nothing I've never seen before. Yeah, no matter Corbin, what JR said. Mabel. He was trying to um, stand it like, we've never seen anybody come out like this. I'm just like, all right. Maybe stop. Shibani hasn't. Jim yeah, Ross definitely right. has. Jim Ross is definitely has. Uh, he just signed his board this week, so that was good, too. Jim Ross? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go hard on Jim Ross right now. He's going through a lot, so I'm, I'm going to chill out. I, I don't want to go too crazy on, on Jim Ross, but, you know, Jim Ross is Jim Ross. In 2022, you know what you're going to get from Jim <laughs> Ross. If, if he's interested in the match, he'll let you know he's interested. If he's not interested... Oh yeah, he gonna he gonna let you know he's not interested in this. Um, so MJF comes out, he talks his shit. You know that you know what it is. He talks about yeah. how he beat Punk two times in a row in one night. Um, great match, by the way. Did you enjoy that match? From last yeah, week? yeah, yeah. I thought it was just a little bit overbooked, but honestly, it's one of the better matches I've seen on Dynamite. Yeah, really, um, really well, well paced in my opinion. I just think it was necessary to have the fake finish. I like the and fake they, finish. It was just overbooked. It was unnecessary. Maybe how long was the match? Forty minutes. It was probably like thirty-five ish. Yeah, thirty-five ish. Forty. It wasn't necessary. You didn't have to add that kind of heat to it. Like the, I think the feud has enough heat with all the talking to the fake finish, especially considering he still won the match. When you see that fake finish, I thought, yeah, Punk's about to win. But, I like that they I like that they switched it up on us and had uh yeah. win. Because um, he can still talk his shit, so that's cool. But. Yeah, so it could and it can extend the um the promo, I mean the feud going forward if they want to take it to revolution. Um so yeah. take this to revolution. <laughs> I mean, what else they gonna feud. do? What do you want to do? Uh, MDF can't wrestle for the belt yet because Adam Cole's up next. So I mean MDF gotta do something. It's only a couple weeks from now. I don't understand that either. <laughs> so do the two wins, so I guess the one win counts. When did the rankings reset? Like the first? They reset. They reset uh, at the beginning of the year. So on January first is when they reset. So Cole hasn't lost so yet. Man. Officially, Cole hasn't lost yet. MJF hadn't lost. MJF. What was the last time he had? MJF has never lose. They, they've been. I don't know. He lost like a tag match like a year ago. But like uh, MJF, <laughs> um, he doesn't. <laughs> I, it's, it's really weird how they like strategically keep him out of the um, out of the. Uh, the number one contendership spot it's really weird like they're they're like i know obviously once he's in there he's going to win the championship it seemed inevitable that mgf is going to win that championship um it just kind of win whenever they put him in that spot for right now so i guess they're just trying to stall as long as possible for putting him in that match um but yeah so he comes out talking that shit cm punk comes out no music he don't have time for music he ready to you know he needs action right now he calls out instead of calling out mgf he actually calls out wardlow and tells wardlow like hey look you can um, you don't have to rock with these guys. You bet, you better than that. You know, Warlow was like, Sean, you ain't got to do this. You don't have to do this, man. You don't. Um, and then I, mean, uh, I, do, I do think Punk's right because I mean, what happens if Warlow gets fired from MJF? You see how quick Tony Khan is. To Tony Khan, Tony Khan, somebody. Tony Khan, we getting the graphic immediately, immediately. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, Warlow. <laughs> So um, uh, CM Punk's like, hey, I got back up too. So um, Sting and Darby Allen come out. They're kind of beefing with FTR. So we got that. He gets challenged to a tag match. It's FTR versus CM Punk, the challenge of his choosing. We will see later. But first, 
Wardlow has a match with um, who was it? Uh, my man, the Blade. Quick that match, match was quick so beat weird because he like, had to go back that? to the back to change. I was <laughs> like, you were already in the ring. So does he keep his single under the suit? I think he had the single under the suit. I think that's fire. <laughs> if that's you hard. Stay ready. Yeah, you stay ready. You have to get ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm with that. It's like when you're in high school, you wear basketball shorts on your, your jeans. Your jeans? Yeah. That's a nasty era. That was a nasty era we was living in doing that. That's you gross. basketball shorts. You should go to class. That's gross. I remember I used to shoot basketball before home rooms. I was already like, I already broke a sweating before oh, home room. I, I, I was living reckless. Before home room? <laughs> I was you living reckless. <laughs> nasty times. So, <laughs> Wardlow, um, Blaze, it's a squash. Wardlow beat his ass, gives him four power bombs. And once again, Sean Spears steals the thunder, so we're still keeping that going. I, I'm I mean, I don't. I'm kind of over it too. Um, they they can I, they can only drag this out for so long before I don't care. But the crowd's still into it. Wardlow's still getting big ovations whenever he does the power bomb spot. So I mean, if it's working for them, when do you think they're gonna yeah, turn Wardlow? Revolution, maybe, maybe revolution. I, I I think that'd be at this point they get to the point where they're like basically saying it to our faces, like, hey. This guy's unhappy with the pinnacle and he wants out. Like easy, they're showing it to our faces, like at this point. So it seems obvious that they, it would make sense to me do this at Revolution. It's probably screw MGF out of whatever match he's having. So that'll probably be what happens. Um hmm. Yeah, that was it for that segment. And then next up on the list, we went for one promo, a quick match to another promo. And I was really surprised by that. Heavy promo, like I said, for the first 45 minutes. Inner Circle team meeting. Um, Jericho, Hager, who we haven't seen in months. I don't know where Hager's been. And Sammy, Sammy Two Belts, comes out. Um, no pride and powerful. Um, Jericho starts it off like, hey, I don't know where you guys are at. Haven't heard from them all day. They come out. They're talking a lot of shit. Saying, like, we don't, you know what I mean? Jericho, first of all, Jericho, he was on his real uh, real um, conservative Republican vibe. He's like, look what I did oh, for yeah. you boys. This yeah. and that. I I'm did this for y'all. Yeah, real the free. And they're like, like hey, what have you hey, done for Hey, hold on. You can't talk you to them like that. <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah. white man push you guys. It was, it was this. I like this segment, but also it was kind of weird because I wasn't really sure who who they were portraying as the face and who was the heel. I didn't. I don't know if they were trying to portray for like make pride and powerful the heels in that situation. But I, from what it seemed like, they seemed justified in what they said. They said, you know what, you've been holding us back. That absolutely justified. Yeah, I don't see how that that would be a heel situation. This is what the fourth inner circle breakup statement we've gotten to. They've done this a couple times, and they're still no close to getting the gold. Again, you guys have to have championship aspirations. Jericho lost the belt and was like, "I don't need it again." Pride and powerful, we want titles. And Jericho is the influence. And what is he doing for him? Yeah, for an influencer, you ain't even influencing the management to put uh, Pride and Powerful on Dynamite. Because I don't remember last time they had a match on Dynamite. Oh, yeah, they had Rampage Staple. Oh, that's what I found out this week during all my research. That's what all the minorities and women are. It's on Rampage. They had them yeah. at 10 o'clock on Friday. It was like yeah. four women segments in an hour. They had two black men, main event. It was an okay match, too. I got nice things to say about AEW. That's I know Cyrus is going to be disappointed. Cyrus yes. will be all right. <laughs> He'll be all right. 
And that's it. He see some uh, AEW positivity in, on on the podcast. It's hard. I think he's secretly a fan. I've seen like a dude with a paper bag in a couple of these uh, crowds. That's it. that's it. You said Cyrus that's in the crowd with a paper bag. <laughs> Shame. I think he posted that he was going to a Dua Lipa concert, but I heard that he was at the Booster Collins Foundation. Oh, I heard he was coming. You think he's doing ad libs? Yeah, man. Oh shit. Maybe he's inviting Dua Lipa on the project. That's hard. Go ahead. We're, also, for anybody, for anybody who knows, we're gonna, um, we're definitely gonna review that. I, I don't know when we're gonna do it. I kind of want to do like a live listenings party. I don't know how we're gonna do this, but we, we're gonna review it. Dark, our elevation this week, so they were playing uh-huh. some of the tracks during the entrance. So if you want like a sneak peek, I'm not gonna say anything. Nah, I, I want to go in blind. I want to go in blind. <laughs> but guys of the Discord, if you're listening. <laughs> just watch the black people on AEW Dark and Elevate. Just skip the whole thing. When we see a black person come out, first life, you're going to hear a sneak peek at this project. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, shout out to um, Josiah. That's all I got to say about the next tape. Um, so, yeah, next week we're going to have um, Jake Hager and Chris Jericho against um, Pride and Powerful. Um, should be a fun. I don't know, but it'll be. A, I don't know if it's gonna be a fun match. I don't know. Man, <laughs> I, I never know. know what, I never know with Jericho and, and Hager, but I think Pride and Powerful, and I think give them a decent match. Um, yeah, next Hager's up, definitely taking that pin. Oh, for sure. I would think so. Yeah. Is this when Kingston comes back? Because I think he said he's close to hundred percent. What's wrong? Oh, what is he injured? Yeah, he broke his like orbital bone. When the hell that happened? Who knows. Oh shoot! Man, stop smoking cigarettes and breaks his eye. Same week, <laughs> be like it'd be like that sometime. <laughs> um, the next up, uh, the Forbidden Door, Part One. We see uh, who them boy? Who are they talking to? Who are they talking to? Uh, the, oh, oh, uh, Rapunky, uh, Rapunky Vice. And, yeah, yeah Rapunky Vice was backstage talking about they have a match on Rampage against the Young Bucks, which is a match that was supposed to happen. About a month ago, but I believe either Romero got COVID or he had an injury. One of the two, but the match couldn't happen at that time. So they're doing it now. They're probably doing it as we speak. Um, then Adam Cole comes out, jumps up, jumps the guy <laughs> from behind, three on two. And then we see the back of somebody. We read the jacket. It says Switchblade. Jay White has gone through the Forbidden Door. Bullet Club. It's all good. They're back together. The band's back together. Bullet Cup for life. So, yeah, Jay White in AEW. We don't know what kind of capacity he's going to be in there. If this is a full-time thing, if it's just one of those situations like what they did with Kenta where he was there for a week and then kind of went yeah, I don't think on it's way. You think he's going to get the one-off? <clears throat> you know, as soon I mean, as they the might next get, person debuted, they, he got they, that graphic they, immediately. They, they might give him the graphic next week if he wrestles. That's true. Whatever they do with Jay White. So, um... What do you think, man? Are you a fan of Jay White's work? Are you familiar with it at all? I think it's cool for them, like, but it still has to equate to something. Like, if it's just a one-off match, I mean, cool. But it'll he's be a probably cool wrestle somebody I don't want to see. If it's not Jay White versus Brian or Jay White versus Ooh. Hangman or shit, I even take Jay White versus Cole at this point just to get that stink off of him. But they gonna give him something like somebody lame that can take a loss. So I, I'm like Sowers always says, I'm open to being pressed. So it depends on what they do with, which I, 
think they are going to position him well if he stays. But that makes me worried for the next person that we're about to talk about. Okay. Well, let's get into that because immediately after that promo happens, Isaiah Cassidy comes Immediately. They did, it's the second time they've done this debut back-to-back thing. They uh, So I didn't like it the first time. This time, I guess, was a little bit better because it wasn't like they were both in the ring to overshadow it. Right. So I was kind of like, okay, it's, it's somewhat. I still don't like it, but it's somewhat better. But um, we got Isaiah Cassidy versus the, the debuting Keith Lee, and the crowd goes crazy. That crowd um, was hot and they AC. Were hot. I can't believe they did. I can't believe they did all this for Atlantic City of all places. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm from there. I'm like, yeah, you don't deserve all this, bro. Um, so Keith Lee debuts and he looks good. He looks healthy. Um, looks in a good mood. Just had his wedding. So I'm. Did he like? I don't know if he left his uh, honeymoon to pop into Atlantic City real quick and then go back on his honeymoon. I think that picture they posted was a misdirection. It probably was. Me personally. I'm not leaving my yeah. honeymoon to go wrestle. Fuck that. But uh but shit, he been off work for like three months. Million probably get your ass back to work. I mean, he was like, we need, we need, you know what I mean? This is wedding ain't cheap, bro. Um, so yeah, so Keith Lee comes out, he looks good. Basically, it's I I'm I don't want to say it's a squad. I would say it was like I saw Justin say it was like 50-50. It wasn't 50-50, it was like 75-25. They gave Isaiah Cassie a couple punches. Cassie got too much offense in. You think so? I will say that. Yeah. Like that man was throwing that man around. He just bounced. He sold nothing. As soon as he get like drop kicked by his head, Cassidy, Keith Lee drops to a knee on the outside. It's just like, come on, man. Act like you've hey. been here before. Hey, um, you know, I, I hate the way that Isaiah Cassidy wrestles. I think I put in the Discord the other day that he wrestles like Dominic Mysterio. Same pace. Oh, it's no. just super slow. You know, you know what they both have in common? They both need to be in that PC. Exactly. Cause somebody in the PC <laughs> tell Mark Quinn, stop doing that with your fucking hair. I hate it. The man has oh, like braids on one let side. That, let like, that man let that man express himself. <laughs> don't encourage this kind of behavior, man. Let that man express uh black boy joy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, Keith Lee comes out, he looks good, man. Um, I'm happy for him. Hopefully, yeah. you know, his health is... I'm just more concerned. I hope his health is good and he's happy where he's at. That's fine. We're going to see what, where he goes next. He's in the ladder match. And that's a match he can oh, he's lose. He's definitely winning that match. I don't I, think you know, I don't. I don't think he needs to win the match. It's a match he can lose because he won't get... He doesn't have to get pinned. So, it is a multi-man. So, it could be something he could lose. And I'm I'm fine with that. I'm sure he'll get a cool spot. He's going to do something crazy. Do a flip or something. Because um, they're setting it up for Andrade, Darby, Keith. How many people are in this ladder match? I don't. I think there was five, six. I think I think there were seven last time. You could do the, the wild card. There was seven I last time. I read the cue cards when uh, Sammy came out. And he mentioned like those three guys. Oh. So I think it's leading to at least Andrade, then maybe Keith. But yeah, Keith's not touching that heavyweight title picture. He's gonna be a TNT title staple. He's probably gonna I take it so? off Sammy. Oh yeah, take it off, Sammy. Here comes Cody. I'll say, I'll say this much: um, Keith Lee, AWD, they got like Keith Lee. They don't have anybody yeah. who looks like him. Um, he has to be the biggest guy on the roster outside of Paul White. He has to be the biggest guy on the roster at this point, and yeah. he can move. So that's good for AW. They need that. They need less of the uh, the super kick guy, indie riffic guys. Keith Lee is the indie riffic kind of guy, but. 
at least he's a different kind of indie, indie rhythmic guy. If we're gonna do the indie thing, at least it's, it's somewhat different. It's a big boy, and, you know, and I, you know, I'm here for the big yeah, boys. I want to see less of the flippy shit though. So hopefully he does less of that. And more oh no, he doing oh no, he doing the flippy shit. I'm gonna tell you that right now. He's absolutely doing it. That's what that crowd wants. They want that flippy cutesy shit, and that's what they're gonna get. And Keith Lee, I'm sure Keith Lee happily he's obliged. Hurt somebody. You see how small these people are over there? Yeah, he's gonna squash somebody like a bug. Good. You yeah, saw this shade that Orton may or may not have said his way about being safe in the ring, taking care of your opponent. You think that you think that was a shot at um Oh yeah, that was <laughs> who else could he admit about? Uh, he was talking about boys. a big guy. It had to be either him or Carrion. Carrion ain't big. You know, exactly. Keith Lee, Keith Lee towers over Carrion. So yeah, and Randy right actually wrestled Keith. That's so, you know what? It's so weird because we know we did hear those things about like he may or may not have been a problem to work with backstage. It, it's weird. And it was, Keith Lee's been so cryptic in everything he does all the time. That man talks in riddles. He literally, at literally one point, he, he quoted Yoda. And I wasn't even sure with the Yoda quote. <laughs> and I wouldn't even share with the Yoda quote because I'm like, I can see Keith Lee saying something like that anyway. It was it was some weird, weird, dorky shit. But, um, oh, I'm waiting on that first promo. <laughs> Good luck. The first promo is going to be crazy. Interesting. It's going to be real interesting. Uh, main event, Lance Archer, Hangman Page, um, Texas Deathmatch. The build for this, didn't really care. The build was weak. With that being said, like the match. I did I did like yeah. this match. They only had like five minutes to get their shit in, but it was a good five minutes. No, nah, it was longer than that. Ten Don't minutes. do that. I, I think the match was right. It was a good 12 Eight, to 15 minutes. Times. Yeah, it probably but like, did Punk and Mox have to go that long? Because that definitely ran longer than the main event. I like that match though. It was a good F- match. It was on book two. That that's the thing with FTR matches though, which we'll get to it later. But like the thing, they have to go long because they have to get all their little old school little <laughs> little uh, spots in. Their matches always their matches always seem to go a little longer than everybody else because they want to get all their. They're so articulate. They want every little old school spot to pop Jim Cornette on his podcast or something. <laughs> so yeah, but um as for the main event, man, uh starts off real from the back. For some reason it's a random uh glass pane in the entranceway. I don't know why. But uh hey man get thrown. Then he break it. the glass and he comes out. Then he like shattered glass. Oh, I've never seen him do that before. Shit. You the expert. So <laughs> I take your work. What are you like Stone Cold? But um so Throws Hangman Page the glass, glass is broken. Hangman bleeding off the rip within like the first minute, which I've known. I think every big match he's had since he won that belt, he's been bleeding. Um, <laughs> That's true. He was bleeding he's for Brian. Every match. Um. So yeah. So he's only had like two matches this year. <clears throat> Free Hangman. So, so, so I was I was wondering maybe he was like still a little injured, and that's why they were just kind of like chilling, but. Cause he hadn't, he didn't, he didn't really work, and he wasn't really on TV a lot. He was doing like promos here and there. It was just, it was a really weird. It was a really, yeah, hey, it was just a really weird build for this match. It seemed like he wasn't there, or like he wasn't even really a focus of the show, which is interesting. Yeah, because they but, tried um, their best to, I guess, feature this match over the last three month, three weeks. But yeah, I just wasn't. Everybody knew that Paige was gonna win, so it kind of took me out. Plus a couple of spots, yeah. and it's like I don't know, like that. Power bomb he took on the steel steps. That was like, nasty. Why? I, better than me. I, w- I wouldn't have did that. That was nasty. I'm not gonna say he knows so. He popped his ass up faster than a normal person. 
Do you think so? Yeah, no, I didn't like Wardlow pick him up, but once he picked him up, he started doing the um, punched him yeah. in the head a couple of times when he not Wardlow. What did I say, Wardlow? Um, Archer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, at some point, Dan Lambert comes out from like under the ring, takes off the top rope. I, I don't know why. Why is Dan Lambert there? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Have they ever explained why he with Archer? No, he just showed up one day. This Archer part of ATT. I don't know. I don't know. They, 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 no one told me. I, I couldn't tell you. He just showed up with them one day. Uh, which, it, it, he blew my mind because Jake, Jake Roberts is a great talker. That's what he's known for. I don't see why you need. I, I don't know. And Speaking it's like of Jake, setting them up to break up, too. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand this show sometimes. I also appreciate that they just kind of skipped over the whole Brady, Dan Lambert thing that happened last week. Thank God. Um, but there was no of, mention of that. Thank God. Speaking of, uh, I, I'd rather just not mention it ever again. Like act like it never even happened. But speaking of, uh, speaking of, um, Jake Roberts, he does his little short arm, short arm clothesline thing, and then he teases the DDT. And in my head, I'm thinking, if that man does a DDT on the outside, <laughs> he is not getting back up. They got to lift him off. I wanted him to do it too. I was, I kind of hope he did it. That would, that would be hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, match is really bloody. Ending spot is, I thought, I, some people might think it was corny. I thought it was a really fun spot where um, the ref goes to pick up the barbed wire off the ground. Um, Hangman of the somersault all, all over the ref to do the, the lariat to the outside through some through some tables. Great spot, I thought. Very creative. And that's how he wins the match with a 10 count. He gets back in the ring. Lights Archer can't get up, and he retains his championship. If you were to give this a rating out of five, what are we doing? Three and a half. Three and a half. Wow. I gave, I gave it a four. Why three and a half? What what was missing for you? The commercial took me out of it because it was yeah. a short match too. And that power bomb on the stuff just that should have ended the match. <laughs> that shouldn't have been a transitional move or anything like that. But yeah, it was a good hardcore match. It was one of the better ones I've seen on that television. But yeah, I'm not a big Archer fan either. So. Because I, I thought this feud was a waste of time. I don't care about Lance Archer either, but I guess they needed somebody to firm the wrestle who they could just beat. And it, somebody who could take an they L. Need, they, yeah, they needed somebody who looked credible but could take the L. Because I would I would have liked to be Miro. Like, where is he? I believe I asked this on Twitter today. I think he's hurt. I think he's out. He's injured. Again? Yeah, I think he's injured. So that's why we haven't seen him. Because he, he kind of disappeared. I don't, I'm not sure. They might have told said why he's out, but I believe there's an injury. But um, his last the main? Brian match, right? I think so. I believe that was the last match he had. I could look it up on Cage Match. But that's all the, the main stuff we want to get into. We'll do some quick hits real quick. Just uh, three matches. CM Punk and John Moxley, the mystery partner, against FTR. I really like this match a lot. I like um, the FTR match. I won't even lie to you. I'm, uh, I don't like... <laughs> it's funny because I don't like them as people, like in real life. Like from what, well, at least what, we, what they've shown themselves to be. They seem kind of corny. But also, they wrestle really good, so I can't. So I can't really like. I don't know these guys personally, but they see they come off kind of corny. So, but wrestling wise, I'll never knock them. These guys are great. They, I love that old school shit. They do the old school thing. The music's fire. I like everything about uh, FTR right now. I, I surprisingly, I kind of wish they were deeper in the tag team kind of division, but they're kind of doing their own thing. What do you think? Boy, of it is so hard. To, it is so hard to keep up that tag division too. 
Yeah, I got to watch Rampage to see who's the champion because that's the only show that. Yeah, they're they're, they're definitely they are. Uh, Jurassic Express are definitely a Rampage exclusive team at this point. I, I don't remember last time they been on a Gun Club match this week to prepare myself for this show, and I I don't appreciate that. Yo, can I ask you a question? <laughs> gun, gun Club music is fire, right? Am I the only one who thinks Gun Club music is fire? That's just hard. It's yeah. like like a, a western. <laughs> see. I don't know. Hangman has the best Western music to me out there, so. Yeah, his shit sound real epic. You know, like, it seems like an like a, a epic battle is about to happen. Yeah. I wish he could okay. come out on a horse every week. But I like the match. Um, it's just too long. thought it was overbooked again, because Punk can't be going as long on these matches. That boy was gassed at the end of that. Yeah, like, he was he huffing. Was. Like, that, when he tried to pick up... Um, Tully? When you tried to pick up Tully, Tully off the ground? I'm like, Tully Blanchard has to be like 170. And he was struggling. I thought it was a spot, a playing spot for a second. I'm like, oh, no, no. Like he, like he, he come just down, slipped. He in the back. Nah, he just slipped. They said he's 225. Also, he, the rest of that stuff. Tully's is all oh, in the ring. This is the, most, this is the most oblivious, oblivious crew of referees I've ever seen. They are, I like, because I hate the, um, the, uh, the cliche, the trope. In WWE, where like the referee gets like tapped and he's down for like five minutes, I think I'd rather have that than the ref just being so fucking oblivious to literally like something that's happening right behind you, like you can't hear it. I, I hate it. It drives. It's one of those dumb wrestling tropes. I wish they would stop, but both companies do it. But I feel like AEW is a lot more blatant with theirs. It's like, oh yeah, it makes their refs look really, really dumb. And it's like refs are supposed to be a little dumb, but it, it makes them like, what are, you, are y'all even qualified for this job? The way y'all, I, <laughs> I hate it, but that's just a little nitpick here and there. And but, I, um, I didn't like the, I think FTR hit the, I don't even know what the name of the movie is, but it's the Shatter Machine. And yeah, uh, Big Rig, it's called the Big Rig. I think Moxley broke it up, but like, uh, which one is it? Dax? He just looked at Moxley's coming to ring and just break up the pan and just like, Positioning wise, that was a bad optic to me. Cause they hit the they hit the move clean. So yeah. you could have cut out the rig and won the match, but that's just a small nitpick. I probably gave that match. I went three point seven five. That's, that's literally what I, I did that. I put three point seven five. I thought it was better than the main event. We're on the, we're on the same wavelength. That's fair. You know what? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um when it comes to hardcore matches, I feel like it's one of those like acquired tastes. Either you like you really like those or you don't. Um, so I can I can understand that. Next up, we actually have the TBS champion on TBS. We get Jade Cargill defend their championship against uh, AQA, formerly known as uh, Zaynev Ramir in um, NXT, student of Booker T. So this match, what's the match? It's, 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 it's a, 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 AEW has this problem where well, not even a problem, but they're just choosing to do it. We're like they'll have a women's match around nine thirty. But half the match would be during a commercial, and I can't focus on a match during a commercial. So that already hurts it off one. Two, the match was going fine until it seemed like I don't know who messed up where, but it looked like AQA was supposed to do something on the top rope, and she slipped. She couldn't keep her balance. She fell off. So they had to think of something on the fly. The only problem with that is that neither of them have a lot of experience, so they kind of got stuck on what they wanted to do. For They were kind of like just awkwardly dancing in the ring for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And I had my headphones on watching the show because I watched it from my computer so I could, like, do the spreadsheet and everything and, like, write the notes out. And I had my headphones on. So I don't know if you could hear it, but, like, when they were in the corner on the other side, like, the, the camera was really close to them. 
you could literally hear Bryce Renberg say, push her off of her crossbody. Yeah. And that's what they did. You could hear the, I think he was like, oh, we got to finish this matchup. So, I think he um, emotion too. To push. The most, I think he did. He probably did because they were they they look like they had two deers in headlights out there. They didn't know what the hell to do. I'm not faulting them for that because they're both, um, you know, neither of them have a lot of experience, which is it's a weird. Yeah, besides that one mishap, I thought she made Jay look good, especially yeah. considering we only see her on this TV show every what four weeks now. Yeah, she's the very rarely is she on um, TBS wrestling. So and yeah. it's, it's just a weird title reign for me because. They have so many women out there. You can give her a legit feud. Like give her something. Like I don't I don't like the whole open challenge thing that they're doing with the TBS title. Like that's a TNT thing. So I get it. Like they're doing so, it for both the both the, the mid-card titles, I guess. It's but they're sprinkling it in like some kind of story with the TNT title. So they're giving you something with yeah. at least intent. There are no women stepping up to Jay. Yeah, it's it's like, interesting. Um, after the Ruby Soho situation, yeah, there not there hasn't really been much. No, I haven't seen any wrestler has say they have any aspiration for the TBS championship. Right. I've heard people say it for the women's championship, but not for the actual like TBS championship. Because like if you watch, um, you know, earlier in the show, Darby's talking about, oh, I want, I want the TNT championship. I want back in on that. Yeah, like people who are aspiring to go for that championship. We don't have that for Jade, so it's kind of just like we're getting these random matches, and, and we, you know, it doesn't feel like. Jade doesn't seem like she's in jeopardy. And I think she's not going to be interesting to the crowd because I'll be honest, the crowd didn't really care until the shooting star press spot. But like, I, don't, I think once she starts having matches where her it looks like her streak's in jeopardy, then I think she'll say it'll get a little more interesting. But right now, she's just having matches. And right, should you get like the Serena Deeb was right there behind this match. Like, give Serena Deeb something too because I think Serena Deeb can help Jade grow. And a program where she can lose. Unfortunately, they're both heels, so that means you'd have to flip one of them. I don't think you want to flip Serena because he's just turned heel. I think she do I think she do an incredible job. However, with that being said, Serena D versus um something Arquette. I'm assuming she's related to uh David Arcade Arquette. I'm assuming she's related to um David Arquette. I don't know what the relation is, but that's cool, Did I guess. Say that on the show? No, but she she's been on Dark before. I know that, and I I think I asked okay. the question before. Is she played the David Arquette? I think she, she might be his daughter. I'm not sure. If that's his daughter, that's really cool. I think that's pretty cool. After all these years, um, former WCW champion, now your daughter's a wrestler. That's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that 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 whole segment seemed kind of pointless. It was a five minute challenge, but it was really like ninety seconds. I'm not even sure why they did that, but I believe that's the first time AEW had a show where there's two women's matches on it. So. So you saying that was a heel woman down match? <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say a different word, but I'm not gonna say that word. <laughs> I can imagine Tony Khan saying that too. But um, yeah, that <laughs> that was a AEW. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, there was a tease for I believe I'm a, I think it's gonna be a Pentagon Dark, a tease for that. So I hope they explain it. It's just Pentagon. Like, they, they haven't explained anything in that universe yet. Uh, Pac was blind, but he wasn't blind. Malachi right. Black is so, doing other supernatural shit. I put that in my notes because I think I, when I was watching Rampage. So is Malachi Black just Bray Wyatt in AEW now? With if he just spits on you, he changes you forever. Because Julia Hart's doing the Alexa Bliss shit right now, and I know yeah. this because I had to watch two episodes of AEW Dark this week, and she was on both episodes. Yeah, he's getting he's racking them wins up. I think. Um, She'll eventually join Malachi and the whole House of Black. I think that's probably the plan. 
So you gotta ride with start rocking with them. Um it's just I hope they do something cool with him. That'd be cool. He kinda he, he kinda so there's like we've talked about this before on the show. There's like different like kind of side universes within the AEW system, which makes it kind of feel disjointed sometimes. There's whatever the uh whatever Cody's doing, there's whatever like Britt Baker's doing, is whatever uh the elite is doing, and then it may, it's mostly those three. We're like they kind of just feel really disjointed. And then the Malachi, the Malachi universe, whatever they got going on over there, the supernatural shit. And it just so it's like there's no rules over there. It's just people are teleporting, doing this and that. I'm cool with supernatural gimmick. It just it just straight because they don't feel like they're part of the show. They feel like they're their own separate thing. Everything feels disjointed on this show. Yeah. And it's just like I think the issues that people have with the show are legitimate when it's just like it can be so much better, but you guys are holding yourself back to please a couple people on Twitter. Yeah. All right, to prove it that you're not Vince McMahon, for what? Even when Tony Khan's talking about, you know, the contract running out, all of this, we letting them expire, so we're not technically cutting them. And it's like, you're still holding them back. <laughs> like, if they can go get a check somewhere else, allow them to go, to go get paid. Don't just hold a talented guy back just because you feel bad about possibly cutting them. Jobs cut people every day. It's a job. Yeah. So. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. But yeah, that's AEW. Let's uh, get into NXT. You don't mess with us. I told you. You come out here, Tommaso, you want to take my spot? Dolph Ziggler. You have the nerve to show up and try to steal my moment? This is my time. Things happen and mi tiempo. And Bron, I told you. You're young. You're inexperienced. You're even ugly. You can't be the NXT champion, which is why next Tuesday, Convention's Day, I'm going to snatch the NXT championship from your ugly body, and I'm going to bring it to the most powerful group there is in this industry. Now, I'm going to tell you right now. I take no notes, <laughs> so I have to go. I have to go look up what the hell happened on NXT because I kind of forgot. Um, but let's get I into. Took it. Very I'm, I'm, you took some notes. Good. You might. Have, you might have to carry the segment then. Let's uh, start, let's start it off. First of all, Dusty Cup. I'm gonna just do both Dusty Cup matches back to back. First one we get Creed brother, my guys, the Creed brothers against uh, Grizzly Young Vets. Also my guys. So two two of my favorite teams. Um. Man, this match was awesome. They, them boys, them boys was hitting. Um, it's cool to see Creed Brothers work from under. They've been doing that a lot lately in matches where they're kind of in the face position and they're working from under. Um, and I think that's good for them. They, they're great. I think uh, Julius had the great hot tag. The crowd was going was going crazy for that. And then, Julius is the tall one, right? Ju- Julius is Plenty the skinnier, tall one. Um, he's the, he's the cre- the brood. I, they're, they're both crazy white boys, but I believe Julius is the crazier white boy. You know what I'm talking like, like you know what I'm yeah. talking about, right? Like when I talk about you like you you everybody knows them white boys that like they they're a little wild, like you don't want to really fuck with them like that. That's them. Like if I if I went to college with them dudes, I don't want to be around them dudes when they get mad. I don't know what they nah, might nah. do. They're, they're, they're the wild boys. You go the other way. Yeah, you don't you don't be around them. But they but they also be like the coolest guys, you know, like on some other shit. Like if they're your friend, they'll buy you like, hey, like you, you want them in the corner. 
Yeah, you know, they'll buy you drinks and shit at the bar. They're, 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 they're that guy. They're those guys. But um, you don't want to play Madden because you might hear a slur or two. So. Nah, don't do, the, don't do that to Creed, brother. They, they're not doing that. <laughs> don't do that. But uh, so yeah, match was match was incredible. Um, there's a really cool angle. There's a really cool um camera angle. Probably the best spot of the night where um, I believe it was James Drake was like perched up on the turnbuckle, mm-hmm. and then Brutus like pushed um Zach Gibson into that same turnbuckle, and then like Julius Creed like runs up off of Brutus's back, and then does like a superplex off. But like the angle of it, you can see like the whole crowd stand up at the same time, and it was such a cool angle. I've never seen him jump on the top rope. Yeah, for that no, he, I think he jumped. I don't think he touched Bruce. You didn't. Why did you? I think he jumped straight up. Oh, that's fire! That, that makes it even more fire. I'm about to run that back. But um, yeah, great spot. That was really cool. And in the end, um, Julius Creed goes for the the finish it, but Brutus is like, "Hold on, I'm the legal you. man. Let me let me handle this." Big Larry on the ground, pin one, two, three. They go into the finals. What do you think of this match? Oh, I gave it a four and a half. Ooh. That's my okay. favorite match of the week. Okay. They went crazy. Cause that 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 new camera was real nice. It was nicely put. I didn't expect it. The crowd rose all at the same time. So it made Yeah, well, actually, really that was a cool, time. it was a real cool visual. But um I from what I heard, I saw this on I don't believe it, but I believe they're trying something with the where they're gonna have the cameraman in the ring, which seems kind of that sounds like a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. If they're gonna have a cameraman going in and out of the ring, but I mean, if you're gonna give us cool shots like that, I guess. But I really just hope everybody stays safe and nobody breaks nothing trying to avoid a cameraman. Uh, so yeah. we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I don't man. see how this is gonna translate to the main roster. But I, I gotta get it in NXT because that space is so confined now, especially since yeah. all the changes. They have very little space, so it's but probably it may, difficult it may, for some of them cameramen. Them, add, them adding them extra people into that crowd made such a difference. That crowd is so live every week now. They got those other losers out, whoever were trying to hijack the show. It just, it just the experience of uh, NXT 2.0 is so much better than it was even like a month ago. Uh, I think yeah. we're, now that we're familiar with the characters, the crowd's familiar with the character, they have their favorites and they can react accordingly. Uh, like I said a couple weeks ago, once they did all the world building, we were going to get back to the NXT that you know we loved initially, and I think we're yeah. here now. We're getting we're getting right to that to that point. They've had a string of really good shows, and this show was no different. And this match, start off the show, banger. Hey, I Love need Crees moved up ASAP. I know they're big on the Crees over there, so yeah, do whatever it takes. I I still think they need, they need a little little more seasoning, but I also kind of like that about them because it, like it. it it almost looks dangerous wrestling them. Like I'm sure they're wrestling safe, but it almost looks like oh these niggas are really like really hitting these boys and like just throwing them on their head. So I'm kind of like I don't want them to be too polished. I kind of like where they're at right now because it's, it's something yeah. different. No one, no one in NXT really wrestling that those guys are. Maybe Braun Breaker, but even he's Not a little more polished. Even he's a little more polished than um, these guys are. It's just like these guys are just rough and like. But you see the potential. You see the talent. You know these guys are a real deal, and I don't. I don't think they're that old. They, I don't think either of them are older than like twenty six. I don't know how old these guys. Are. Let me see if I can see. It. I think they're like younger than that. Let me see if I can get the ages real quick. One was born in. They're born in. Where the hell is it? Ninety six, ninety six, ninety four. So yeah, they're. I mean, they're in their mid twenties. So um, yeah. I don't know how old that is. Yeah, that? big feature. Big future head. GYV made them look amazing too. So you got to get them credit. <laughs> they were selling everything for them boys. 
I love GYV. I'm a big fan of GYV. Do you I, think I GYV want... have a, has a future on the main roster? They still haven't really figured out their gimmick yet. At first, but I, at one point they were like scammers and they kind of like stopped doing that. So I don't, I don't know where they go from here. But because I had that thought sure. last night, I was like, "What does GYV look like on the main roster? I don't think it's a spot." For them. So I think they have to change something drastically about. The package. I think they can do it in ring, but as far as like presentation, I don't know where they like. That's what I'm saying. I, I think they're still trying to figure themselves out. Um, side note, real quick, I just I just saw it across the timeline. Um, YNW Melly, they're trying to uh, get him for a death penalty. Just to put that out. <laughs> That's interesting. That had nothing to do with anything. I just saw that. And that kind of threw me off. But um, <laughs> he is in Florida. Yeah, he is in Florida. He ain't lying. <clears throat> um. Other Dusty Cup match. I don't, there was no other transition to, to, get, to get away from that. Um, MSK versus uh, Team BBC of Idris Inoufe and Malik Blake. I'm not calling them, folks. I don't remember this match as well as the, uh, the other match. I do remember enjoying it. Malik Blade had a really cool uh, splat. He did a really cool little over-the-top rope flips in time yeah. type deal. Um, yeah, MSK won as expected. I didn't think they were going to do that. Uh, the the uh Inofe and Blade um you know Cinderella all the way to the finals. I feel like MSK was expected. Oh yeah. So you need that MSK Crease match. Yeah, well, I need that. Need that bad. So yeah, that was um a fun match. Do you have any notes on it? I know you took way better notes than I did on NXT. <laughs> I think Inofe has the bigger upside over Malik right now. Even like on the mic and in the ring. So yeah. I think I'm curious to see what they do going forward because I don't, I'm not sold on them being a tag team, but I don't know what else for them to do right now. I, I, I would say they might as well put them on teams. I don't know what else to do with these guys. Um, like a no face screens, like he has so much charisma, like comparatively to Malik Blade. So I think it's time to go. Maybe that's why they put it. It kind of reminds me of a, a Montez Dawkins situation. The fact that yeah. like, Dawkins has the ability. But he definitely needs somebody to play off of. He, he can't, I don't think Dawkins can do like that on his own. Maybe he can now, but back then, like when they when Street Profits was first a team, Dawkins needed Montez. I think that kind of you know honestly it saved his career. I, I'm sure if you asked him, he probably said the same thing. So it kind of reminds me of that. It kind of reminds me of the Street Profits. Um, that boy was in NXT for like 12 years. Yeah, mine. Him and him and Aaliyah had a, had a residency in uh, NXT <laughs> developmental for a long time. I don't know who the Dakota oldest member is taking up that room right now. I think I think Champa might be the oldest, uh, the the elder statement at this point. It has to be either it's probably yeah, it might be Champa. It's been a while because I'm not Dakota. I believe so. Dakota was doing UK for a while though first before she came okay. over. I believe it's yeah, gotta be I, it might be Champa. And then after that, I don't know, maybe Pete Dunn, which is crazy because he's so young. But I think Pete Dunn might be after that. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, MSK, uh, Inofe, Blade. It was a cool match. MSK won. I don't, I don't, I don't remember anything like amazing that happened in that match. It was a good nah, match. No, no worries. It wasn't anything bad, but it was solid three. Solid, um, yeah. That's that's where I'm at with it. NXT Championship Summit. This this was a. <laughs> I didn't know where this was going to go. Man, this was this was yeah. Chaos is absolutely the word. Um, so. Out comes out. We we come back from break, and um, I think it was it was oh uh, Elgato Legato del Fantasma 
was already in there. Out come Braun Breaker with the championship. Braun starts talking. We don't even get like two minutes in. Dolph Ziggler music hits. Now, they have been trading, you know, little comments back and forth on Twitter. But I didn't think Dolph was coming out this week. So, like, so that threw right. me off. And the crowd went nuts. You would have thought fucking Stone Cold came out the way the crowd went out when Dolph Ziggler's music hit. Um, that boy was soaking it up, too. Yeah, he didn't lie. Yeah, he, had heard, he hadn't heard an innovation like that in probably since what? Since he won that championship? Since he won the title? <laughs> I don't think he's heard anything like close to that. Well, I said the IC championship. I said when he won that one. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, he comes out. Yeah, look, I want that belt. Fuck this other guy. At, th- at that point, Santos wasn't even like people forgot Santos was even in the ring. He was silent. Was like, hands up, like what's up, man? Like, what, what's up, man? What, what's going on? This is my segment. So then, of course, Champa music hits. Champa's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I want my rematch. I never got my rematch. Let's get, let's get it cracking. What are we doing? And he like, you wait in line. The Santos guys will be like, hold on, this is my segment. When I beat this punk over here, I'm gonna beat you. And I'm going to beat you. And, you know, um, the thing with Santos is, we talked about in the Discord earlier, um, but, like, <laughs> Santos is kind of like a dork for the last two months. I really, like, <laughs> yeah. the whole the whole Zion Quinn feud did nothing for me. I don't think it helped anybody. Zion Quinn had to been on TV. Santos didn't look any better. He shouldn't have been on TV better. when he was. <laughs> Santos didn't look any better coming out of that. So, like, no one, I feel like no one gained anything from that whole feud so we're just kind of like automatically now with Santos is automatically in a title match with Braun Breaker and I don't care because I don't care about I have like there's no way Santos is winning this match he hasn't looked strong at all in my opinion they haven't done anything to make him look any stronger so it's kind of he felt like the the odd the 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 fourth wheel on the tricycle like you know what I mean just like he was just kind of yeah. like there when it, 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 the promo, the promo didn't help well I'm uh, full sale. <laughs> when you, whenever you're a cruiserweight champion, and it's frustrating because he has the look, like he has the ability, he has the, look, the, he mic, has the promo, the look. he can do it. He's everything he they wanted in Andrade. He's, he's everything they wanted in Andrade except he, except he can do everything better. He can wrestle better. He can talk better. Facts. He dresses better. He dresses better. <laughs> everything. Um, so. the shorty he got with him, um, I I don't know. You know, I, I might. I don't. I don't want to compare yeah. women, but uh, Zelina, Zelina. You know what that man's woman looks like? Ale- who? I'm, I'm talking about Electra Lopez. I don't know about his actual oh. wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Electra. I was gonna say you and them church real. I, I, I'm not gonna. Nah, you know what I mean. I'm respect <laughs> that marriage. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, they got to get together with Santos because he's looking kind of, kind of lame. If you ask me. Uh, you got anything else on that segment? Um, I don't know where they go from here. Maybe Champa versus Ziggler. Number one yeah, contender match or something. Back up on maybe Raw. That's why they did that. Just to Ooh, they could do it set up the uh, angle because they have been like blending the two worlds a lot more than they've ever done with the uh, Grayson Wall stuff. So yeah, that would be, that'd be cool. Maybe we could see that. Uh, they have to have an excuse. To, Ziggler told they'd, they'd have to have an excuse running. to put them on. They'd have to uh, have an excuse to put Ziggler on Raw <laughs> first. <laughs> He'd be on Raw once a month. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. Um, main event. Kaylee Ray versus Mandy Rhodes for the NXT Women's Championship. <sighs> it was fine. It was it was yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was fine. Did, I understand do you think the why Man- it was the main event? Do you do you think Mandy Rose this this uh this project is kind of ran its course? This rain? Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm I'm with you. 
I think she did think everything she was supposed to do. But I mean, at the same time, who takes it off of? Kaylee Ray. Then what? Like, where does she go? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Mandy knew. Yeah. They, well, you know what? I think, I do think Saray probably going to be groomed to be the next person that kind of, she possibly the woman I think, I would love that. I think that'd be a great kind of redemption story for Saray. You know, she comes in, she kind of on a. Does she break Mandy's face already? Yeah, they had. They already have history. They already have history. I don't know if that counts because NXT 1.0. I don't know <laughs> at one point. I don't know <laughs> if that if that's a, a canon anymore. But um, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad if, if Saray was Saray was up next for that championship. That'd be cool. She did. Be, she did beat Dakota, which we'll get into. But yeah, that'd be um, I'm with that. If it's if it's Saray versus Mandy, and then we know we can get Saray versus. EO, if she's still around, I hope not. But if she is, um, we can get Saray versus a lot. There's a lot of good matches they could do out of that. Call oh, EO yeah. up. Yeah, free my girl, man. Free her and Dakota. I've been at yo, I've been asking for Dakota to be on the main roster since I started doing the show literally a year ago. <laughs> and she's still here. <laughs> Let her go, man. Let her go. Um, so that's all the main stuff. Some quick hits. Tiffany Stratton versus Wendy Chu. I only got a couple things to say about it. Wendy Chu's music is fire. Yes. Why did Tiffany take so long to cancel that credit card? It, didn't t- it doesn't take a week to credit- cancel that credit card. Um, Blind, man. <laughs> that was it. I was surprised Tiffany actually won the match. I thought they were going to keep the yeah. momentum going, Wendy. I was surprised how good she looked compared to what, last week or the week before last. It was like three weeks ago. and how much, That's what I keep saying to people. I'm like, yo... I have a friend. He's like, I'm not watching these wrestlers. They're green. They don't know what they're doing out there. I'm like, yo, I promise you, the just from if you look at the Creed brothers, Tiffany Stratton, um, what's homeboy, uh, Duke Hudson, Von Wagner, all those guys from three months ago, and look at them now. They look so much more comfortable out there. I was watching 205 Live the other day. Even Last Legend. I mean, you saw the, the controversy online with Last Legend. She got the big girl offense <laughs> down already, that fast, within like what two That's months? It's um, yes. they're a lot more comfortable. There's, I mean, obviously they're still just doing basic stuff out there. They're, they're not doing anything crazy, but sometimes that's fine. I, I'd to. rather, I'd rather them have the basics down to a T and get that out of the way because you can do a lot with the basics. Stone Cold Steve Austin did a lot with just basic shit. You know what I mean? Hulk Hogan did a lot. Explaining that today. Hulk Hogan did a lot with just basic shit. Um, shit, Shawn Michaels, second half of Shawn Michaels' career, he wasn't doing nothing wild outside the fucking, you know, the moonsault to the outside. But a lot of his shit was just punches and kicks. Yeah, all his shit was just punches and kicks. Yeah, it was nothing that me and you probably couldn't need to do. You know what I mean? So, like, you don't have to do it. I'd rather them get that shit down. I'd rather them learn how to tell a story compared to just being able to do flips and moves and shit. You know what I mean? That's what I think I don't want to harp on, like, AEW that but that's what like when me or like when meals or like anybody of us like talk about like we want these guys in the PC and now that we want them to learn a W like the WWE style per se like you know a basic kind of right. style we just want them to give me we just want them to like tell st- stories in the ring better so I feel like it's yeah, kind of missing like in AEW sometimes like obviously guys like, like guys like you just go yeah go all out to pop the crowd or whatever but there's no real story being told and I think that's why I mean you liked we liked uh, MJF or CM Punk so much because CM Punk knows how to work that style. He knows how to work that yeah. that older school style, 
MJF is obviously a student of the game. He, st- he studies all that old shit. He does all the oldest tricks in the book when it comes to right wrestling. Like he, he'd watching Memphis tapes and shit, like Lawler and all that. Like, you, you can tell, and it shows. Unlike a lot of these other indie guys, so that's what we mean when we say we, we would love to see Private Party in, you know, the PC, or we would love to see Jade in the PC because we know the potential is there. We know the talent is there. I just feel like for some reason in AEW they have all these great minds backstage back there. They got like Jerry Lynn. They got. Big show. They got Mark Henry, guys who've been doing it forever. They got Brian, all Kazarian, Christopher Daniels, those guys. They've been sitting there forever. And I feel like they're not getting, like, I don't know if there's like a disconnect or like what's going on, but I don't know if you get, if they're giving these guys the game or not, or if these guys, like the young guys aren't listening, but I just feel like it's not connecting. And there hasn't been improved, like Jungle Boy. I was talking to my friend about Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, the same nigga we seen two years ago. Nothing's changed. The moveset hasn't changed. He still wrestles the same. Everything exactly. Like, there's been no development. You know what I mean? I feel like largely about the whole brand, about the development. Because, I mean, MJF still, he's the two-time with Diamond Ring champ. Same shit. I think, a year but ago. I, no, nowhere in there. I, I think MJF's improved. I think in-ring MJF's improved. I think so. Oh, yeah, he's improved in ring, but it's just that, like. But that's what, I, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Like, yeah, in comparison he's still doing to that. He's, stuff. Yeah, he's still doing that. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That, but when like, he's not doing this sort of stuff, and when he's doing like, I guess the WWE style, like he is money. Like I see why the they're howling him. Yeah, you see, you and see the vision. It just we got it. Quite gotta, telling that he's the one that gets caught up, gets caught up the most about his potential on the other side. He going. And he knows it. He's going. Yeah. He's going. He's not leaving that money. If you ever day. notice, he never said anything bad about WWE or the workers. He never does. That's ever. the only time he drops the gimmick. He doesn't even drop his gimmick with his parents. That's what I'm saying. He'll drop he the gimmick. Drop gimmick easy. To acknowledge Roman Reigns because he like, knows. He said that he said uh, the Miz is the best heel in wrestling. Like what? Like last week I said he think he said that or so, or the other way around. Either way, not the off track. Respect back in the, AEW. the respect is there. Um, so we get into the quick hits real quick. Oh, we were already in it. Draco Anthony versus Pete Dunn. They have a match. Um, Pete Dunn beats him pretty decisively, but after that. Yeah. Um, Tony D comes out, tries to attack Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's ready for it, um, fights him off. And yes, so Steel Cage match is announced, but it's going to be a weaponized Steel Cage. So I believe there's going to be weapons hanging from the top. Um, that's fine by me because that means less Tony D'Angelo has to do wrestling-wise. Absolutely. <laughs> as he's limited. So are you looking forward What's to that? Upside? Tony D'Angelo? Yeah. He'll be a mid card guy. He he he, he gives me Elias Elias vibes. He'll be around. We ain't seen we ain't seen Elias in like eight months. That's not the good. That's not the right. Vibe. But I'm saying when I, when Elias was on TV, can you, remember, can you remember when Elias was on NXT? Like no one thought this guy was gonna do anything because he didn't really do anything at NXT. But when he got called up, all of a sudden he was like every segment every night he was on. So that's what kind of I Tony D'Angelo seems like a guy Vince would like. He would think it was funny. You know what I mean? Like, I want the guy on my TV show. Um, that man's gonna have Tony D'Angelo doing some wild shit on live TV. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Io Shirai is looking for a partner for um, the Dusty Cup, which I'm assuming is gonna happen after the men's finals. They said uh, in two weeks, so I guess it's uh, we yeah, got to finish that. Yeah, make, makes sense. So um, at the end of the show, she comes out and saves. Uh, not Dakota Kai, Kaylee Ray from Toxic Attraction. So it seems like 
it's going to be Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray as a team, which is, I'm with it. Yeah. If, if they're going to have Io Shirai here, I mean, I'm with it. Let's do it. It was nice to see Zoe Stark after she uh, hopped out of the spaces. Nubian <laughs> what, queen, Zoe what, Stark. What she, what she, <laughs> that's an inside joke for anybody. To, I yeah, She still might be. I don't know. Was we have a convert. We have a joke. Huh? No, she would not. Know. I don't know. Who, I don't know who was in that dance spaces because <laughs> they were all in the same room and I couldn't tell whose voice is what. So I just, I don't. I, I was only. Were you in that spaces? I was only in there for about like nah. ten minutes. I was working, so I, I couldn't really. I was late. Yeah, I don't think we missed too much. But yeah, I like uh, they the were, <laughs> should be. It should be a fun pair. That should be a fun. I, I'm, I'm, inter- I'm yeah. interested to see what the brackets look like. Who's going to be yeah. some teams? Because they only got so many teams. You think Wendy Chu and Tiffany Strikes will be a team? No, maybe uh, Wendy and Amari. Yeah, yeah. Because I can see that they don't really have too many tag teams outside of Toxic Attraction, right? They got uh, um, they got Casey and Caden. Oh, and that's pretty much it. Also, the the ongoing uh, <laughs> love 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 angle with the uh, the country boys and Casey and Caden is still going. Uh, my boy, my boy got no game. Jensen, <laughs> didn't know what he doing out there. He saw he saw a black queen. Don't even know how to act. That man's wearing cut off flannels. That's hard. <laughs> you said that's hard. That's hard. <laughs> Shout out to them. Uh, so that's going on. Last thing on the list, um, Saray versus Dakota Kai. It's cool. Yeah, it wasn't better I than the other yeah. match they had. Yeah, it, nothing. I mean, nothing. It was just a fine TV match. I don't know what they're doing with Dakota Kai. It's really weird. I don't think they're going to have her versus Wendy Chu because it seemed like they're kind of going at something with yeah, that. I, I'm not really sure what's going on with that. I, I Dakota's a loser at this point, too. So. Yeah, I, I don't like her. Well, I don't, I don't care. I do not like her gimmick. I don't like crazy girl gimmicks. I've gone over that before too, but I don't. I don't want. I don't like crazy girl gimmicks. I think it's lame. It's done. It's been done a bajillion times. I'm happy that Alex is literally doing it right now, and it's just like. Well, it seems from what I from what I've been told, that's getting phased out pretty fast. So they gonna they, they gonna pass to the color. It's only room for enough one uh, crazy girl. I don't want any more crazy girls. Um, real real life for wrestling, you know what I mean? So. But yeah, that's a. Yeah, I don't think Dakota needs to cheat gimmick. I think she can just beat Dakota Kai. Or something. I like just she can't this. talk and like she can't wrestle. Just not this. But yeah, that was a NXT uh, AW. Both shows were really, really strong tonight. Um, I, I mean, the last two nights, I really enjoyed it. But um, oh, you know what we gotta do? I put it on there. We gotta do Vengeance Day uh, predictions. Let me uh pull up the card. NXT Vengeance Day. 2022. All right, let's pull up the card. We'll do this real brief. As of right now, there are five matches um, announced. First one. Oh, we didn't even get into it. Uh, Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes. Carmelo Hayes had a, a oh. very inter- interesting segment. They were in the barber shop. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> I'm trying to get my friends into this. So I'm like, look, man. They're, they're speaking to us directly now. So I, I sent one of my friends to Barbershop uh, promo. He was like, okay, okay. I'm fucking with it. And I, I sent it to one of my white friends. He didn't get it. I thought, I thought it was kind of uh, corny. I ain't gonna lie. I I, I saw I, I mean, saw where they were I saw where they were going. It came off a little corny for me. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie to you. But Carmelo I just in the, the show. So. It turned into an episode of Insecure. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> so <laughs> they can't give us everything, you know? 
You know what I mean? They try. They can't talk to the barbershop how how it is. How it is <laughs> with real toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah, that was a real uh, barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been somebody passing out uh, Farrakhan oh, tables. Oh god! It would have been an anti-vax conversation. <laughs> would have been somebody um, smoking a cigarette outside. You know what I mean? Got an empty <laughs> chair with a guy that's been waiting for two hours. Two hours. Do I want to go over there? You ever, you ever had to go to that guy before? No. Nah. No? I would wait three hours for my appointment before I had I, to sit in the empty chair. I, I had to take the L one time. I had to um, <laughs> I had to get like an emergency haircut. And I had like my barber <laughs> wasn't even in town. I had to, I had to go do it that day. I like fuck. I go to the guy. He did, he didn't do my beard the way I liked it, and I was really upset. So I had to, so I went to go try to fix it myself when I got home. <laughs> I fucked it up. I had to go to a wedding, so I went to the I went to the wedding clean shaven. I, I haven't been clean shaven since like I was fourteen. I was looking crazy out there. I was so mad. If if you ever like, <laughs> I don't know if I have the picture, but it's it's not it's not a good look. <laughs> but um. <laughs> I, I got way off track, but um, Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Ground for the North America Championship. Who you got? I got Grounds. I think they going to move Melo's. Yeah, they got to give Grounds something. Like he finally said that he wanted a title. I don't know. I think that you can move Melo so many different places. Plus, the uh, North American champion never has to belt that long anyway. So, yeah, he can always get it back. He could. I, um, I guess it depends on what they do with Braun next. I think they are kind of a tandem. So if Brian retains, then I doubt Melo's going to I, drop his yeah, title. I, I don't think they want these two crossing paths yet. I don't want to call this Rock Austin, but it feels like kind of like Rock Austin of NXT 2.0. Not saying they're at that that level, but that like like they don't want those guys to cross paths yet until it's the right time. Those are two, clearly the two men's cornerstones of 2.0 going forward. It's going to be Carmelo and Brian. Right. Because after this, they. You got about six weeks in between the next takeover. So I mean, yeah, you can I, run. I'm go- and I'm going to assume we're going to have Braun versus Dolph Ziggler. So yeah, that's probably going to be a match. Um, next up, Toxic Attraction defend their women's tag team championship against Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. What you got? Toxic Attraction. That's easy. Like you can see the writing on the wall with the Persian Indy storyline and where it's headed, especially with the new cuts and inclusion. Yeah, it's gonna be it's interesting. I'm not really sure what's going on with that. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Did I miss something? I last week? No, it just kind of just came out of nowhere. <laughs> it was just like, hey, Duke. Like, obviously, I know if like outside of wrestling in real life, they're friends. They, they're all they all hang out. But like, I guess they're using that as like as the storyline now. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. I don't know where Dexter fits into all this. Is he gonna be mad? Is Persia mad? Because he like Duke. It's gonna it's a weird like love square. I don't know what's going on with that, but <laughs> that's the one thing I don't like about two point It's like all the I guess all the Degrassi programs. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Teen special. They're just super horny and super in love. I, I mean I guess it's not the worst thing. <laughs> shout out to uh, yeah, Carmelo shout out to Carmelo for going on three that. going on three dates with Ali J so far. Good for him. You know what I mean? Shout out to the guy, friend of the show. <laughs> you think he was a previous subscriber? No, because she, she had 300 fucking YouTube views before that. So I already know whatever she was doing, you know, on her other sites, her subscription-based sites. I she might have been doing numbers. I don't even know. Shout out to might be tapped in, huh? You know, you might have been tapped in. He might have been tapped in. Damn. 
Next up, Pete Dunn versus Tony D'Angelo in a weaponized steel cage match. I think Tony D wins this one. I think Pete Dunn's gone. Yeah, I don't care about this match either way. <laughs> I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, move I, Pete Dunn or something else. I don't like, like this, this program. This is this is what I'm afraid. Only thing I'm afraid of is that I've been watching um main event the last couple weeks. They've had like debuting like NXT guys on there. Pete Dunn has had a couple matches on main event. That finger breaking shit, not working on the big crowd. They don't care. It's silence. He has I to stop doing that. It can work, but it has to be like in front of the right crowd so they can be conditioned to it. That crowd. So if he debuted after WrestleMania, hot crowd, and I can see them going up for the fingers, though. Maybe. I don't that The crowd I was watching, they, they could care less. He still needs character, though, character work because we don't know who Pete Dunn is. I think oh, they should. Uh, me personally, I think they should put him with Ridge and Sheamus to make a stable or something. Yeah. I don't know Sheamus why they brought him up. had a stable in like five years. So I don't know why Sheamus they broke him up in the first place, honestly. Because Ridge, Ridge, Ridge has a better look. Because Ridge is dreadfully boring. That man has no kind of personality whatsoever. <laughs> I got hype off Ridge Holland for like two weeks. He, he looked uh, good out there the first couple weeks. He looked good. No, when he, when he, before he fucked up his knee. He yeah, was, he looked like, good the first couple weeks. Yeah, he beat niggas ass. And then it's just like he came back and it was just like something's different. Yeah. Um, next up, I don't this is obviously the card order. I'm just reading what it says. Braun Breaker versus uh Santos Escobar. I think we both got Braun, right? Yeah, I'm just curious how they book that, because I don't think you really book Santos. No, he, 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 he he's gonna lose cleanly. He's gonna, he's gonna get, get he's gonna get dropped right in the middle of the ring, one, two, three, real easy. That that match, mm-hmm. there's no need to protect Santos in this situation. <laughs> he he already be heat. Oh yeah, no, it could be fire. It'll be it's gonna be mad. I don't think any of these matches are gonna be bad. I think all the matches. This is the first time Browns uh fought a cruiserweight, quote unquote. I know Champ is small, but I think Santos might be bigger than Champa. Santos might be bigger than Champa. He don't put on weight. Yeah, he does. But small this, dude. this style of match, he hasn't had this style of match yet. So yeah. I, I That's what I'm looking forward to. You know, this will be a, a good Santa. Yeah, like 36, right? Yeah, I didn't realize he's that old. I know he's been doing it for a minute because he was in Lucha Underground and stuff. I know that much, but like, damn, shit, he been yeah. in NXT what three years now? Nah, it's been he came in 2020. 2020. Yeah, so it's it was during the yeah, yeah, during when um they had the interim championship. So last match, uh. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. What'd you say? I'm just curious what they're gonna do going forward with him, even on the main roster. I think there's plenty of spots for all of them, and you you do need that Latino representation too. So I think they, they yeah. can do some cool things with Santos on the main roster, especially they like bring it back to when it first started with the vignettes and you know how cool they made him seem originally. And now it's just they, they can rehabilitate him. Yeah, they, they, in that crew, I think all this should move up together. Like they like they tried with Hit Row and then they stopped. I don't know. Whatever happened with that. Um, Creed Brothers against MSK, Dusty Cup Finals. I'm gonna say um the Creed Brothers. Yeah, they got unfinished business with Imperium too, so storyline purposes it lines up. Yeah. Are they who wait, who are the tag team champions right now? Am I bugging? It's Imperium, right? Is Imperium? Is that Imperium? It might be Imperium. I don't it's gotta be a theory. It's Imperium. Okay, so 
Is it? Let me see. Currently? Yeah, it's Imperium. Okay, it's Imperium. All right, so yeah, so yeah, it makes sense. It adds up. I feel like both teams got beef with Imperium, though, so it really could be either team. Yeah, but it seemed like they cheated them on something like a couple weeks ago. Something happened where they got into it. So, or maybe, or maybe the Kree's talk. Something happened. But they, both, they, they have both gotten in, into it with the, uh, Imperium, so you said you got the Kree's? We've seen MSK versus Imperium like, yeah. multiple times, so give us something new. So Plus, they, the they should have ready to core in it, yeah. They like those guys. I like those guys. I'm. I'd be cool with that. I'm with that if they if they decide to put it on um the Creed and they do MSK back to back. I also wouldn't be mad at it. I can see other people being mad about that, but if that's what it's gonna be, I'm cool with that too. Um, it's time to move them up. I, I I've been saying that for a long time. I think they're they're gonna they're much better off on the main roster than the NXT. That's the main roster act for sure. Yeah, they need now, to be on 100%. Raw. Um, put them with Alpha Academy and let them go crazy. Yeah, did LA Knight do anything this week? LA Knight did do something this week. What did I, 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 why did I not put that on the docket? What did he do? He didn't have a match. He did have a match, didn't he? Oh. He wrestled Sanger. He did have a match, yeah. Re- I, for, I forgot to put it on the docket. Yes, he had a match with Sanger. Uh, rapper turned Sanger. And, um, yeah, it was a match. Uh, Sanger yeah. got... Uh, Braun Strowman must have left his clothes in the PC because Sanger threw on them army army cargo pants. And that mustache was crazy. That's fire. Shout out to the mu- That's a cool mustache. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, the match just kind of happened. LA Knight won the match. He won, right? Yeah, LA Knight won. Uh, Grayson tried to interfere. Oh, right. that's right. That's right. Uh, I okay. think LA Knight sucker punched him. And I think next week, <laughs> Grayson Waller announced the uh, you know, get him arrested. In the ring arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Grayson Waller. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I've never heard hey, of no shit like that. Next week, next week, guess what, buddy? <laughs> I'm not showing up the word. That's that's a dead ass. I'm talking about my boy. All right, hey, look, Sean, I ain't coming in. Catch, the catch me on, so catch you, me on the main roster. the match with LA Knight. He was like, a match, match. <laughs> this nigga going to jail. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, real quick, who do you got winning before we before we uh, sign out? The Grayson Wong shit? Is it last? No, nigga, the uh, Creed Brothers versus... Um, oh, my bad. Creed. MSK. The Creeds? All right, I got the Creeds too. Easily. <laughs> but yeah, that wraps it up for uh, the War Report. Next week, we get to hear Cyrus's review of uh, the Dua Lipa concert. I can't wait to hear about it. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on the comeback spot. Please follow the A-Show at the A-Show RNC. You can follow Kel. What Kel? What's your what's your uh, social? What you want to put out there? What the run Kel that? Are you in K E L D A T? Again, if you want to talk to me about wrestling, pay the five dollars. Get in the Discord. <laughs> it's fun. But if you want to talk to me about wrestling on the timeline, I'm not gonna respond. If you want to talk about futures music, I'll respond all day. Don't talk to me about wrestling. I can't do. Yeah, I don't have the capacity. You didn't have the capacity. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta see him in the Discord. Speaking of Discord, speaking of um, Patreon, please, please, uh, Patreon, we got so much stuff coming through. Legendary Run episode one just dropped. I have listened to it. Probably listen to it tomorrow when I'm working. Oh, it's um, fine. You, did you listen to it already? I listened to it this morning. Okay, I didn't even know so it yeah. dropped. I just it started playing after the A show. Oh, that's okay. the A show. So, yeah, um, A show. Obviously drops early. Rewriter's room. You know the vibes already. Spot callers. I don't know what they got coming up. 
uh, I believe it's, I don't remember. I know they just recently did uh, ECW One Night Stand 2. Uh, WrestleMania X8 Diaries coming soon. Me and Cyrus is on that. I don't know who else is going to be involved, but if it's anything like um, a lot, uh, Invasion Diaries, it's going to be a fun time. I'm really excited for this. I was really mad I wasn't on Invasion Diaries <laughs> um, at all. One Chip <laughs> Challenge is month too, right? If one Chip Challenge it. is coming up uh, because we hit 100 subscribers on Patreon. I don't know when. I feel like Meals and Justin are stalling. <laughs> but um, it's hey, going to happen. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead. Meals asked in the Discord, can he drink a milkshake with this one chip? And I was just like, You're, it's, I'm lactose. So that's scary to me. That one chip with a milkshake? Woo! Mm. That boy gonna go flying out the toilet like Dave Chappelle. Hey, like, hey if, if fuck y'all for trying to get me and Cyrus involved in that. Talking about, oh, they should take the chip too. I'm not taking that chip. I didn't sign up for that. They did that. That's all them. You might as well. What's the worst? The worst? I might die. Fuck you. Mean? No. I'm not doing it. I'm, I might die. It'll be a great story at the end. No, I'm good. I'm so, sure you can um, get somebody to do it with you. Getting over no, it. No, I'm, I'm not yeah. doing it. No, I can't do it. I'm not. They can go do that. I'm not doing it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but um, yeah, that's time for the Patreon. We got a lot of cool stuff going on. Just, just know, y'all know what it is by now. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for uh listening to us and stay safe. Wear your mask. Make sure you're vaccinated. Don't do nothing crazy. Don't drink and drive. Whatever the hell Cyrus be saying. Um, thank you. <laughs>